peace to you and thank you for opening up your home and heart to me. I am the voice of one. It is common to hear people discuss their good book or bad book or black book. These books are not books as we know them, but mental categorization of the actions and attitudes of individuals we encounter in our lives. If we take a liking to someone, we mentally place them in our good book. Conversely, if we are unimpressed, they go into our bad book or black book. Though we might not explicitly use these terms, we all maintain a mental record of people's needs, interact with them, and mentally categorize them accordingly. Let me highlight some key aspects of these books. Firstly, the decision of who belongs in your good book or bad book is entirely personal. While others may influence your choice, the ultimate decision rests with you. Your criteria for categorizing people are highly subjective and unique. Consequently, an individual in your good book may not be in another person's good book. Secondly, we all aspire to be in the good book of those whose company and love we value. People often go to great lengths, sometimes committing questionable acts, to gain acceptance with or be in the good books of certain individuals or groups. Thirdly, entering someone's good books can be achieved directly by impressing them or indirectly by obtaining the recommendation of someone influential to them. This dynamic is evident in efforts to be in the boss's good book, which may involve being extra nice to the boss's spouse, recognizing their potential influence. Fourthly, finding oneself in the bad book of someone influential prompts efforts to rectify the situation. In cases where reconciliation seems unlikely, some may choose to confront the individual, adopting the stance that attack is the better form of defense. Lastly, once in someone's good book, people generally strive to maintain that positive standing. Businesses, for instance, employ customer service strategies to ensure customer satisfaction and retention. These observations lead us to a profound realization. God also maintains two distinct books that are real and not imaginary, as documented in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through to 15 of the New King James Version. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works, by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. God's good book is referred to as the book of life. And his bad book is simply termed the books. The book of life contains only the names of certain individuals, not their deeds. In contrast, the books document the deeds of those whose names are absent from the book of life. And all such deeds are evil and unrighteous. By way of analogy, when promotion exercises are conducted in the civil service, the list of published names of those promoted by the authorities is like the book of life. Only a list of names are provided. However, for those not promoted, Reference is made to their files, which contain queries that have not been satisfactorily answered, among others. And this is analogous to the books. Every person who has ever lived 
will ultimately face God's judgment. Those whose names are in the book of life will receive eternal reward. While those whose names are missing from the book of life will be judged based on their recorded deeds in the books. God's judgment is final and determines whether one will spend eternity in heaven or hell. Anyone not found in the book of life automatically stands before God's great white throne judgment. All such individuals are judged based on their deeds as documented in the books. Interestingly, those in God's good book, the book of life, are treated as if they never committed any wrong deed. Though they did do wrong things, all has been forgiven and forgotten. So, who gets into God's good book? The criteria for entry into God's good book are solely determined by God, and the primary condition is acceptance of the atonement, and the primary condition is acceptance of the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, on the cross at Calvary, and belief in it as sufficient for one's salvation. Rejecting this simple requirement sets one on the path to the dreaded great white throne judgment. Psalm 2, verses 1 through to 5, underscores the futility of rebelling against God, as stated in the New Living Translation thus. Why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery to God. But the one who rules in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then in anger, he rebukes them, terrifying them with his fierce fury. If you find yourself already in God's good book, strive to maintain that standing. However, if you are not, that is, you have not accepted Jesus Christ as the Son of God and Savior from God's judgment on sinners, the solution is straightforward. According to Psalm 2, verse 11 and verse 12 in the New Living Translation, serve the Lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling. Submit to God's royal Son or he will become angry and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities. For his anger flares up in an instant. But what joy for all who take refuge in him. Serving the Lord involves first repenting of sin and accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. By submitting to God's royal son, Jesus Christ, you come under his protective covering. So what if I do not believe in God? Scripture offers a clear perspective as is written in Psalm 14 verse 1 of the New Living Translation. Only fools say in their hearts, there is no God. Do not be a fool. Rejecting God's existence can be likened to denying gravity despite its pervasive influence. For instance, if you refuse to believe in gravity, it does not mean that you will not be affected by gravity's pull on you. Neither does it mean that if you jump up, you will hang in the air and not fall back down. Similarly, though you may not see God, yet you cannot deny his existence. The earth's creation, the presence of life, and the accountability of every human being to God attests to an orderly act by one who knows what he is doing. Thus, disproving notions of a random occurrence or evolution. Do not be a fool. God, heaven, hell, eternal life, and eternal judgment and punishment are real. There is nothing imaginary about any of this. For emphasis, God created the planets and all there is within. No human made themselves. God made man, God made women, as it is written in the New King James Version of Psalm 24, verse 1 and verse 2. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. 
So, what happens after one dies? Does it all end at death? No. In contemplating what transpires after death, Scripture asserts that life does not end with physical death. Instead, individuals transition to a spiritual realm where they face judgment or receive rewards based on their earthly lives. Pleasing God leads to inclusion in His good book and eternal rewards in heaven, while living for oneself results in placement in God's bad book and punishment in hell. Therefore, let us seek to be in God's good book, the book of life, today. As tomorrow may be too late, all you need to do is repent of your sins and accept Jesus' crucifixion on the cross as payment for your sin and therefore your salvation. God is merciful and he has made provision for your salvation when you repent of your sins and turn to him for forgiveness. And this is how you get into God's good book, which is the way to go. Make the choice to be included in the book of life now and remain therein forever. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye.